Hey there, Mon Frere. Friday, June twenty third, twenty twenty three. Just soak that in for a minute. It's Friday. Thank God. Uh huh. That's what I'm talking about. I made it through a week. And uh, hitting the weekend, it looks like it's going to be a good one around here anyway. Don't have a whole lot planned, so that feels nice. I don't love not a plan, but I like that there's nothing to plan. Um, I envision myself outside a lot, doing some cooking on the grill. Um, who knows? Maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe we'll go out for dinner or go out for a couple of cocktails somewhere in the weekend. Uh, I'm not really sure. You know, it's funny. I only seem to get sick on the weekdays. I must have a weekend immune system. Ah, that was today's joke. I ambushed you. I got you. You didn't even know that was the joke. <laughs> have a weekend immune system. Uh, that's funny. You know, I used to know people, and, and when I became a business owner, this pissed me off, of course. But I, used to, I used to know people, was that you work when you're sick, and you take off and you feel good. And uh, yeah, that used to piss me, as a, piss me off as a business owner, but I get it. I mean, I totally get it. And it's just, you don't want to hear somebody saying, I'm going to give you my worst days, but I'm not going to give you my best. Uh, it's easy to be grateful on a Friday, that's for sure. And I am grateful. This that part of the show. What am I grateful for? And um, these are all real things that I've written down in my journal this morning. And I hope, I'm going to choke here. <clears throat> I think I saved her. I might come up to on me a little while, but I think I saved myself from choking right there. A little spittle. Um, I'm grateful for my friends who let me go for really long periods of time without talking to them at all. And then they still like me when we do end up communicating. Um, so that's good. I've got a great group of friends. And, uh, they, you know, really the key to, for me to um, really love my friends is the, that we laugh. I, I don't really care much about anything else. You know, we're there for each other, of course, but we laugh. Um, life is, I don't even like taking on clients anymore that aren't, they don't seem like they're going to be fun. I get that a lot of what we're doing is serious, but for the love of God, man, can't smile, can't laugh. Jeez, I don't know. I'm grateful for air conditioning. Why? Uh, that seems so, uh, I don't know, trivial. So, I don't know. I don't know. She's superficial, maybe. But I am, and here's why. Yesterday, it's me and the dogs at home. And uh, I am just working. Had the windows open. Yes, I said windows. Um, and it got warm in here. And of course, you're sitting here working. You don't really realize how warm it gets. And then you, I, I went to the bathroom and I come back from the bathroom. I'm like, oh my God, it's freaking warm here. It was 79 degrees in the living area. It was like 77 in the bedroom. Um, so I closed up, said windows. And I uh, turned on the air. And it took a long time to bring her back down. I mean, this is like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. It took a while. I felt a little bit bad for the air conditioning unit. 
Um, today I'm going to open the windows again, but I'm going to close them up a little bit sooner, I think, unless it doesn't get as warm. Um, I have been grateful for, um, we're having a lot of luck with our annuals and, and I know that also sounds super superficial, but our annual flowers, the ones that we go and buy every year and we put them out, we do that for the color because in the springtime we don't have a whole lot of color in our yard. And so we buy, you know, I don't know, a bunch of them and uh, we almost killed them all. It's very sunny here. We don't have a lot of cover. And um, so we almost killed some because they were in black rocks and it was too hot. We might not have watered enough because we're busy and whatever. They weren't doing well. I'm just telling you right now, they weren't doing well. Um, we, we protected the ones in the black rocks and uh, we started watering more. And I think we're on the road to recovery. Things are looking good. Uh, I'm grateful for the lottery I'm going to win tomorrow. I know it's hard for some of you to hear. You're going to be a little jealous when I win it, but um, I'm glad that I'm going to win. It's about fucking, it's about friggin' time. I'll take that for a swear jar. <laughs> uh, I'm grateful for the nearly perfect weekend we're about to have. Again, I don't, I don't have any plans. I like the fact that we don't have to have plans. There's nothing pending that we got to work around. Um, I don't love not having a plan, but I do like that we don't have to have one. So um, I see myself grilling and, I think it's going to be an awesome weekend. I really do. Um, and don't you forget to be grateful. And if you're grateful for someone or something, make sure that they're aware. Someone. Don't make sure something is aware. <laughs> don't go out to the to the plants and be like, I'm so grateful for you. Thank you. Uh, no, but people, you should let them know if you are grateful. And if you love them, tell them that you love them. For the love of God, man. It's the meat of the program. This is the section we call... What's eating kale? This is all the things that interest can found and gnaw me. It's my way of getting them off my chest and hopefully making my day a little more productive. So I don't sit around and think about them all the time. Um, and uh, I, I'm really excited about today's. Yeah, I heard it. I did that. Um, I'm excited for today because we're doing, uh, my friend Ben and I did a music review on a song called El Bela Sola. Translated into English, She Dances Alone by Esleban Armado and Peso Pluma. Um, we, ben picked the song last week, or maybe, no, actually early this week, and it was the number one song in the global Billboard 200, in the Billboard Global 200. How about that? That sounds better. Um, as of this morning, it was not number one anymore. It's number two. But it was when we had this conversation on Wednesday, and it was number one then as well. Um, you're going to hear us mention during this conversation, uh, one of the singers, uh, I'll, I'll tell you this, Esleban Armado wrote the song. Peso Pluma is a an up-and-coming celebrity, and he's a, a singer and an entertainer. And he joined Esleban on, Esleban on the song. They sing it together. They're in the video together. Um, but Peso Plumo made an appearance on the Tonight Show, did this song, and neither Jimmy Fallon nor Peso Pluma mentioned Elzlebon. And he's a little miffed. I don't blame him. It's his song. Anyway, you're going to hear a little bit about that, but we don't tell, we didn't know about this until, I didn't find out until today. Um, so, Sorry, Elslaban. Elslaban. It's it's a hard name. I I want to say Eslaban. Eslaban. That's what it is. Eslaban Armado. 
Um, it's tough. And you wrote a great song. I mean, this is a, this is a fun song. So first, you're going to hear a little bit of the song, so you can tell what Ben and I are talking about, and then you're going to you're going to hear bits and pieces throughout. Um, and uh, I hope you enjoy this. This this was fun. Pareces a morra, la que anda bailando sola, me gusta pa' mí. Bella, ella sabe que está buena, que todos andan mirándola, como baila. Me acerco y le tiro todo un verbo, tomamos trago sin pero, solo tentación. Le dije... What did you think of the song overall from a everything from a vibe perspective, from a technical perspective, from a whatever? What, what did you all think? I overall liked it a lot. I mean, it was a little clean on production still for me, but I still liked it. And uh, I really liked those little guitar runs that they would do and sneak in. Like the instrumentation overall was really nice. And if you listened with a pair of headphones, they did some fun things with panning where they nice. would put, you know, the trombone in the left and the guitar over to the right. And that's like, for me, ear candy. I love that stuff. Like, yeah. it's fun to listen to it that way. Man, I, I'll tell you that you nailed it right there for me as far as the production value. I, the only thing I could complain about, because I always like when uh, Spanish music and, and Latin music is so bright. Yeah. And this uh, this felt a little compressed to me. And I was like, yeah. ah, just uh, I just wanted to just blast out of here. Back and, off a little. Yeah, and it was it felt a little bit like that, but yet just fun. I mean. It like really someone was. EQ'd the hell out of it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I liked the two singers going back and forth, um, and I really liked the second singer, the the Peso Pluma. Yep. Yeah. I liked his voice the most. And you and I don't know this, uh, just day-to-day living, we wouldn't know this, but he's the big star, and mm. the other band is a bit more of an up-and-coming band, the Esleban yeah. Armado. Uh, and then, of course, he's guest appearing on this, and, um, and yeah, you're right. I mean, he's got kind of a cool, fun, scratchy voice. Uh, yeah, it's like nasally and gnarly. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I liked it a lot. And there, I looked up an L.A.-based yeah. yeah, a band. Yep, which surprised me. Yeah, yeah, I would have thought for sure they were uh, not from America anyway, right? Uh, wherever they might have been from. I mean, Spanish is the second largest language in the world, so they could have been really. I guess at the end of the day, what I'm trying to say is they could have been from anywhere. 
Right. Um, but I saw when I was looking through stuff, I saw uh, a performance by Peso Pluma of this song on Jimmy Fallon. I watched it too. Oh, nice. And I, <laughs> I so, wanted to just see what it sounded like live. Yes. That's exactly, that's exactly <laughs> what I was doing. And I was surprised because it felt a little tame there too. It didn't, but I liked it better yep. almost because it was that production wasn't so in your face. Here with his U.S. TV debut performing the number one Latin song in the country, Ella Baila Sola. Give it up for Peso Pluma! And I, it was interesting because I was like, oh, the band isn't with him. That uh, it was just a, his backing band because that other singer wasn't there. Right. Which I was surprised by because I feel it, the Asimlan Armado, he's the guy that wrote it. It's his band right. song. Well, and you know me that I like and respect more when somebody is actually writing the music in their group. So the fact that they wrote that and the singer wrote it. You know, that's always a plus in my book. How about ending the song with a guitar solo followed by a trombone solo and then it was over? I was like, what? Yeah. Like that you don't hear in a pop song like ever. That's very unusual, I thought. right like this is something i would put on by the pool or the next time i make carne asada (laughs) i'll I'll turn this on and then uh make it much better than i did last time yeah well i'll tell you what man i it it was a a very fun song to me and i read the lyrics the english translation of the lyrics um and it is a fun song it's about seeing a beautiful woman and going up to her and she's interested and like walking through the room and your buddies are like, Whoa, really? You're that's the girl you're with. I it just, it's awesome. Which is the vibe I got from the video. If you watched the yeah. video. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's for like, oh, this looks like a, a prom after party. Yeah. Almost yeah. Or something or, yeah. And then they're all talking to each other and, you know, sending each other like over to yeah. talk to them. And yeah. <laughs> It was, it was awesome. It was very, very oh, yeah. like, this is what happens. Um, and she, the, the girl in the video was very Jessica rabbit. Like, and her figure is just like, you know, sort of overpronounced and just, I mean, it's, is wonderful. Like an hourglass. Yeah. Like a super hourglass. And uh, her eyes were really big. Um, it just, it was really, I, I loved it. I loved it all. It was great. Yeah, no, I, I definitely feel a lot of the same thoughts and, uh, this was a positive for me. I liked it a lot. First of all, it was just well done, well written, fun. I, it, yeah. it doesn't matter what language it's in. You, you just, the vibe is great. Um, 
I don't know. The only, the only negative I have is the overproduction or the overcompression of, of what is normally such a bright, uh, just joyous and just the horns are just, I mean, they're they just go right through you. And Oh my God. No, great. you're right. It's bright. Like they're using nylon strings and like coated strings, even on the bass, the stand up bass and every it's really clicky, you know, sounding. Yeah. And, uh, uh, my personal take, I would have probably, you know, gotten the band in a room and just put a couple of room mics over them and go on for something a little bit more organic. And it could still have high production value, but not be so like every instrument's in your face sort yeah. of, but then you might not get some of those fun panning things that they did with it. Yeah. So that's uh, a give or take. It's hard with this production stuff. So what would you give it on a scale one to 10? We're not doing point fives, right? No, you can't. Uh, there's no rules. I got, I got to commit, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, point five. Well, you can't do like 5.5 or you can't. Well, I think, you know, because I should almost establish what I think of the one through 10 rating then. Which All right, be, go ahead. You know, like five is just kind of, this is fine. It's not bad. It's not good. It's just whatever. It's bland, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and a, to get an eight or nine or a 10, I feel like you have to just blow my mind a little bit more okay um so that's where i would land at a seven with this okay perfect where it's a really good song i really like it i would listen to it again and that's about where i would stick it right in that rating system so we can even put this online how we rate a song because i think down at at one and below five is i i might turn this off right if i hear it uh five is like it's fine it can stay on i'm not gonna Right. Uh, and then when you get above that, it's like, oh, yeah, I like this song. And then oh, and then there's like when you get in the eights, nines and tens, it's like I would seek this song out. I would pay for this song and I might even go see somebody live do it. Um, right. Right. Like that. It's that good. Um, and to your point, I, I would have given it eight and eight and probably would have gone a little bit higher only if uh, it would have had that. It, it wouldn't have felt so compressed to me. Sure. Uh, and I, again, like if they were at Summerfest or something like that, I would love to go see them and hear if it was in fact, you know, just kind of the, the, you know, kind of what I'm, ex- and it's sad cause I'm expecting it. And who am I? I'm a, I'm a gringo, like you said, from effing Wisconsin, right? Yeah. Like it couldn't be more gringo. <laughs> uh, but I guarantee I would love to hear them live more than the album, at least with this production. hundred percent. Sure. Yeah. Cause I liked the Jimmy Fallon sound better yeah. overall. It's going to be a good summer song. That's what I think. Uh, and uh, at the end of the day, and that's my catchphrase, I got to stop saying that too. Jeez, I'm just full of just horribleness today. Um, let me uh, just say this, that when I listen to this back, and again, now I've heard it a hundred times since I've done the production, and I had listened to this interview back. Let me just say this. The overproduction for me comes from, the strings on the guitars are bright. Um, there's a lot of steel string that comes through. But there's an overproduction for me on the background, and the horns seem to be muted. And then some of those really fun runs uh, on nylon string guitars seem also muted. And just, I don't know, there's just something uh, about that. Like the horns are the, the, when those rip through you, when you're, uh, they're just the best. Um, so anyway, that's our review of, uh, Ella Bella Sola and, uh, it, go check it out. Uh, there'll be links online for, uh, the songs video, Jimmy Fallon's appearance or their appearance on Jimmy Fallon. And, uh, I hope you enjoy that. Mm-hmm.
All right, here we go. Uh, what are we going to watch this weekend on TV? Uh, I, uh, Lisa and I, that should not have cut out like that. That makes me so sad when I do stuff wrong like that. Um, Lisa and I have been looking at a man called Otto for a while. We were talking about watching it. And uh, we did just hadn't done it yet. And then my buddy Dennis, he texts me and he says that he liked it. He may have even said, Tom Hanks at his best. And I'm like, oh, come on. You're talking about Forrest Gump. You're talking about, I mean, come on. It's Tom Hanks. The guy's won two Academy Awards. I mean, I don't know. It's hard to say. that. that so we watched it. And it was great. It really was. One of his best performances. Um, just even the look on his face, he just looks like the guy he's playing. Um, it's It could be disturbing for some, I think. Um, but it's a great story of a curmudgeon who... Um, a lot of people, for whatever reason, are, are really interested in... Some of them know him, and I think that that's why. But some people just met him, and they just are... They see a good man in there, and they it's a good story. It's a good story. Uh, and uh, you know what? If you watch it and you don't at least well up, <laughs> you've got to get checked into a into a facility, I think. Um, next thing, I'm, I'm dying to start cooking something new again. I haven't done that in a while. And I had started watching a while back this Gordon Ramsay's Ultimate Cookery Course, which I believe was also on Netflix. And I really like the show. Um, and there's some things in there that he does that are just, you know, they're pretty common things to cook. Or they're really just, I don't know, they're simple kind of in a way, but he teaches you how to do them and why you're doing what you're doing. And it's it's great. And so I'm going to pick a thing out of there, I think, over the weekend and cook it. Um, that's what I think I'm going to do. But watch that. It's If you are interested in cooking at all, he really kind of lays down the rules, not the rules, but the basic guidelines for here's the kind of knife you need. Here's the kind of, you know, cookware you should have. Here's the, all the way through, here's what we mean when we say seasoning. Here's what we mean when we, and it's kind of the basics, but it's certainly stuff that no one's ever really in in front of me anyway explained well enough. So I, I really liked it. Again, that's called Gordon Ramsay's Ultimate Cookery Course. I believe it is on Netflix. I th- or no, you know what? I know it's not on Netflix. It's on Fox Now, which is free. You do have to put up with some commercials, but um, for me, it was worth it. Um, and the other thing, also inspired by something I saw on Netflix called Chef's Table Barbecue, um, makes me also think maybe this weekend the thing that I'll cook if I don't do the Gordon Ramsay thing would be a slow cooking thing, some sort of meat that takes a long time to cook. To make it wonderful. Um, that sounds like fun. A couple of cocktails and letting something just kind of bake. It's, I, I just, I'm kind of interested in that. Uh, also, I would highly recommend to anybody to watch the movie Chef. Um, I've mentioned this before, but if you're into cooking and I'm just, I have this thing, this urge almost. Um, the movie Chef is with John Favreau, is consulted by Chef Roy Choi. Um, and it might have even been inspired by him. Um, because he started with a food truck, and this shows about it. it. It's a great little movie, little independent thing, and it and it's really good. Uh, and then from there, they have a series on Netflix called The Chef Show, which is based on the movie. And they they make some of the dishes from the movie. 
but they go beyond that and they talk about their love for cooking and, and why they love cooking. And in it, when they interview some chefs, the chefs will say literally, the movie Chef is why I'm still here. I'd given up on, on cooking. Uh, and then I saw that movie and I got, my passion got reignited. And so it's pretty inspirational from that perspective. But again, there's some great things from smash burgers to all kinds of different things in there. Learning how to make French fries correctly, even just there's a, there's a number of episodes, a number of seasons, and it's it's wonderful. And if I have time over the weekend, I'm going to watch a movie. And so this is the last thing. Um, and and this is a weird list. There's three movies that I'm going to choose from, and I'll probably only be able to watch one. But um, either To Kill a Mockingbird with Gregory Peck, or the next two are going to seem way out of left field, or Beetlejuice with Michael Keaton, Tommy Boy with Chris Farley. Um, I am in the mood for something funny. I will admit so. Those might, but I love old-timey stuff. I like black and white old movies, and uh, I haven't seen To Kill a Mockingbird in a very long time, so it, I kind of I'm hankering to see it. Uh, we'll see. I'll let you know on Monday what I, what I wind up watching. But uh, for now, that's what's eating kale. And until next week when we talk to Carol Sombri for sure about a number of things, including does your dog hold a grudge? We'll do all that next week. Until then, make it a good one.